What it do, y'all? Y'all already know what it is with me, man. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been tuning in to the Party Mo Live PML. Justice J, thank you. DJ Rick, thank you. Big Ivan and Big June, thank you. And me, Bishop King, again, I thank you. Each and every Wednesday, man, the Party Mode Live, PML from 8 to 10 on GoGo Radio, GoGo TV. Man, we on the Fire Stick. We on Spotify. We on Roku TV. We on Amazon. We on Apple TV. We on Android TV. And we everywhere. Just as long as we better be on your TV. Each and every Wednesday, 8 to 10, Party Mode Live, the party before the party. We thank you. We appreciate it. everything. Continue to rock with us. Continue to run this marathon because we ain't going nowhere. The number one show on GoGo Radio, GoGo TV. As y'all can see, I'm home chilling, and I just wanted to show some appreciation. Okay? And I've never had it so good with the Diva by Cindy product line. The stimulating shampoo, the stimulating conditioner. Use it, you'll be glad you did. Hi, my name is Lisa and my hair has never had it so good. I use the Super Grow hair dress from Diva by Cindy. This product causes no itching. It allows my hair to be shiny and bouncy and it actually makes my hair grow. Hi, I'm Joy and I use the hair polish by Diva by Cindy. I love this product because whether I wear my hair naturally curly or straighten it out, it always keeps the flyaways to a bare minimum. That you want products that are going to moisturize your hair but not to weigh it down. And what I like about the hair polish is that it leaves my hair feeling soft, silky, in its natural state. It's not worn down at all. So that's what I like. And it's nice sheen. It's not dry at all. Our hair has never had it so good with Diva by Cindy. Are you looking to find your ideal lifestyle? 
At Metropolitan Living Realty Group, we are the premier realty group who put you first. Our boutique real estate firm is comprised of an elite team of experienced, knowledgeable, and dedicated real estate professionals focused on your success. With our unique blend of cutting-edge thinking and highly personal real estate representation, we simply enjoy assisting our clients find their ideal lifestyle through home ownership. Contact us today. Hey, you guys! It's me, your favorite pure romance consultant, Pure Romance by Esther. Make sure you guys check out my website at www.pureromance.com/esther, and also make sure you guys tune in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live because guess what? During the bedroom talk segment, I will be giving out a special code for you guys to get a special discount when you shop with me. So make sure you guys are tuning in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live, the party before the party. I'm your girl, Justice J, also known as Pure Romance by Esther. DJ Rick Entertainment. Big sound, professional equipment, competitive pricing. Who else you gonna go with? DJ Rick can handle all your live sound needs at any event in the DMV. Large or small, indoors, outdoors, weddings, barbecues, and even your friendly neighborhood protest. You need an experienced and professional sound man? Call DJ Rick Entertainment, 202-749-7903. That's 202-749-7903. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I know what you're thinking. Man, DJ Rick got my event sounding so good. How can I live stream it on the internet? Well, guess what? DJ Rick offers live streaming services too. So you can Facebook and YouTube your event worldwide with full audio fidelity. Call DJ Rick Entertainment, 202-749-7903. Or send them an email, djrick4321 at gmail.com. That's djric4321 at gmail.com. Big Sal at competitive pricing. And now live streaming, DJ Rick Entertainment. Who else you gonna go with?
Another episode. Guess what? It's Party Mo Live. <laughs> yes, well, welcome to Party Mo Live. Each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. We're back. We got a hell of a show tonight. Tonight, yes, this. Come on in. What's happening? Yes, sir. Okay. Let's go. 
It feels so good to be right back here with y'all again for another crazy episode of Party Mode Live. And as y'all know, each and every Wednesday, no show is like the next or the last. So y'all already know y'all going to get some good info tonight. Y'all going to get some craziness tonight. But then we also have a really, we got two special guests that are coming on the show tonight. And I'm really excited. Um, I got, I, technically I got to see three and it may be four just because of the way that the group together. So yeah. first you guys listen. Okay. So we got, we got bedroom talk. Um, let's talk about it. I'm intertwining those two. And then we also have our guests. We are interviewing blue magic tonight, y'all. And if y'all don't know who blue magic is, not blue. Y'all too young to talk to me. You can't talk to me. You can't sit with me. Cause you went to, you went to high school with him. <laughs> it was you, Ivy, DJ. Yeah, Rick, that's where I met your daddy at. That's how you was born. That's how you got. I was it. like in the ninth grade, and I think I think Hemi was already. He graduated twice. Yeah, that's, that's where I met your father. Yeah, I'm your for real. Hey, baby, how you doing? Well, you owe me because right now my mom. I hope she watching. <laughs> I'm on your ass. Lady I'm on your ass. So I ain't worried about that. Yo, baby, my mom. I'm on your ass. Anyway. Uh, coming up a little bit later on in the show, you guys, y'all already know how we do. Let's talk about it too, right? So we are bringing on the creator, the person who put an idea to fruition uh, and actually, you know, took what God gave him and put it to work. Uh, the creator of March Mayhem. We are talking to the Montu Mitchell, y'all, of Mitchcraft. If you guys have been seeing... Love DC Gogo t-shirts all over the place. We are talking to that creator tonight. And we're going to get everything March Mayhem. We are going to be talking with him. And then we're going to probably bring on a special guest. Uh, we didn't broadcast that one. And I didn't do that for a reason, right? So y'all going to figure out who that special guest is during his interview. So will Smith. maybe you will. Maybe you won't. What'd you say? Chris Rock. Chris Rock. It's Chris. Y'all really want to talk about that? Like, I'm so tired of talking about that. I'm so tired. We don't have to talk about it. No, I got my own opinions about it, you know. Yeah, me too. I I honestly think it was staged, but who am I, you know? I definitely believe that it was staged too, but uh, again, I'm over it. The fact that... Oh, we're gonna have Jada and Tupac. And are in an uproar about this, and they're so. Oh my God, I can't believe this happened. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen on TV. But y'all weren't the same. Y'all weren't at, that outraged about the insurrection. Like, like my comedian friends, like, shut up talking to me. I'm tired of hearing it. I don't even want to talk about it no more. I don't want to hear about it no more. Until all of those people, those, they'll send everybody that had a hand in the yes, insurrection yeah. gets you know charges pressed against them i don't want to hear nothing about will smith smacking nobody i just i just say this though um i thought it was staged for a, a lot of reasons mainly the slap itself was not a real slap they both was laughing. you know they both was laughing he had a pad on his face um I mean, he thought the joke was funny. I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened if he got caught up in the moment, but nevertheless, um, I heard his speech and I felt like his speech kind of solidified why he did what he did. 
Um, at the same time, though, as people, we can't really just who the, who the hell are we to tell somebody how to react when they feel disrespected? Who are we to tell somebody how to react when they don't get back? Like, I mean, who know? you can't tell me nothing when I'm ready. So, I mean, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, it was I felt like, I didn't even know the Grammys was going on. So, again, I'm like it was staged. It was something to make everybody tune in. I don't watch that stuff. I don't watch. No offense. I don't watch too many white people shows. I don't. I don't really watch it either. So I didn't even find out about it until I got on Facebook and everybody was like, what? Will Smith? And I was like, oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. So about this weekend, March May, like I was more caught up in March May than I was. That's like, I didn't care. I didn't care about it. I really didn't. Rich people problems ain't got, it never surfaced around our way. So you think they sitting around talking about March May? So we ain't gonna talk about them. Next, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, get yeah, Oscar. Grammys, we ain't there. Mind your business. Moving on, but we did get put on. Um, we we did get a little shout out on the red carpet. Party Mode Live did get a, did get a shout. And that out. was at the Grammys. No, no, that that was the Oscars. It was the Grammys, y'all. My bad. I I said the Grammys last week. In in excitement, I read um, <laughs> read my notes incorrectly, but it was definitely the Oscars on the red carpet. So, but yeah, shout out to Party Mode Live because we we got that shout out. So, okay, I'm excited about that. That's the only thing about the yeah. Oscars that put a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's get into. Uh, let's talk about it. I'm going to hold my let's talk about it for the second half of the show just because that ties in with our um, our, our second guest of the night. So who got a let's talk about it? Because if you don't, I got another one. I, I, I got one. I know one. how I can keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. I, I got a let's talk about it. Okay, let's go. It, it's kind of personal because it involves myself. Now, we didn't watch. We didn't watch. The ghetto boys go through some stuff, break up, damn near go to war, almost kill each other, get back together. The hot boys and broke up, ready to go to war, want to kill each other. Most of them went back, get back together. You got D. Floyd versus R.E. You got Victor yep. versus uh, 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 Reaction. Chrissy B. and New Impress. You got so many people that was doing this, that, and the third. You know, Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five. Nobody get mad at these famous people, but why everybody in my business ain't got something to say about if I go back to the one band, which I have not said I went back yet. What's the problem? So let me correct you. Um, there was actually a, a big uproar in a few of those that you named. So Right, but I'm saying they went back. To be amongst the talk, consider it an honor. Because for people to get upset about it, that means that they're paying attention. That means that they are real supporters. Or whether they're real supporters, whether it be of you or be of the band. And to me, I take that as a step forward. Because if people are that invested in you and that invested in that band, then it means that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and you're on the right track. So the fact that you got on... And the last thing that people heard was an uproar thing and then to see you on stage and then they don't have an explanation. You know how some people are so invested in somebody. So if they don't have an explanation to actually understand why you guys most, work things out or how you work it out, then they kind of feel like they got inter- robbed of. No, they're more story. interested in they more interested in entertainment, messy stuff, 
versus facts. They don't want to know the facts. They just want the entertainment and the messy stuff. So what are the facts? Let's let's clear it clear it up. You're on Party Mill Live, Bishop King. The, the, the facts would be, I felt I had whatever I did. I, I felt that I stand on it to this day. Like I say all the time, I stand on everything I said, everything I do. I mean, I'm not the, whatever I say out of my mouth. It reflect on the people I hang around. It reflect on the people that vouch for me, stuff like that. I don't even need people to vouch for me, but they do it. So it whatever I do, and you see DJ Rick. He gonna go to war for me. It, it's gonna reflect DJ Rick. It's gonna reflect you. Like they gonna, you know what I mean? Like whatever my face or name is a part of. So I stand on everything it's I say. People have been bringing a lot of stuff to me lately, and I'm like, oh, this tea is too hot, baby. Like, and, and I ain't got nothing to do with that. They lying. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Me either. But at the end of the day, it's it's Why a. Why people a expect me to know your business though? So so when you got on stage, I'm telling people, people you know me. Hey, Justice, they, he back with them. Hey, Justice, what happened? What happened? Like, give us the rundown. Why does Justice know? They speak no English. <laughs> I, I say, I say this though, on man time. If it's a situation and it's a man time situation, it's, it's nobody business but the people involved. So that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? I did what I did. I, you know, and I felt like they got the right to do what they want to do. They chose to go a different route. I chose. You know, uh, to speak on it, how I spoke on it. I was quiet for months. I was hearing talk. I was hearing this. I was hearing that. And I had enough. So I, I went off. And that's just that. You know what I'm saying? So, so to the people that became a Bishop King fan in the midst of the uproar, let's address those people, not the people that were only interested in the drama. The people that became an actual fan and all they heard was the rah, 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 the back and forth and Bishop King not taking shots, but addressing the people that were taking shots. So let's address it for those people who were actually invested in really trying to figure out what in the world is going on. So like, I'm glad you said that because I actually, they actually reached out to me. A lot of people reached out, had their opinions. And I even spoke with a few people and the, the big story of it all is they all want me to go back. They all want me to come back. They, they basically, understood and if you know me i don't just do that shit just to do that shit i don't i don't do that shit for cloud i don't do that shit to be popular i don't i don't even sit at the table with them niggas. them niggas speak to me when i see them it's just that's a whole different ball game for me like i'm not into all of that i want to be a big name and all that other stuff so i don't do it for that if i if, if i have a reason for it i'm on you know what i mean i got something to stand on behind i ain't just doing that shit just oh jesse J. Uh, she get too much attention, so now I got it. No, I don't do that. That's that's not who I am. That's not what I stand for. You know what I'm saying? Like that's sucker nigga, trap nigga. Shit. I don't do that, and I don't engage in it. But I spoke on it. They felt I was. Some people said I was angry. Most people said, "Oh, he hurt. He never do that. He wouldn't even talk about his own." And if you listen to the interview I did, I never spoke on nobody's name. I never said a name, and I did that for a reason. I just speaking to. You know the facts of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but it is what it is. I spoke to them. They basically like, "Oh, you hurt. I hope y'all can fix it. Ooh, ooh, we need to see you back." And I and, and for the last four months, I get DMs every day. When you going back? You need to go back. You do this, you that. So, I mean, you know, DJ Rick, what you got to say? You look like you just <clears throat> gotta say something. <laughs> All I got to say is security. <laughs> 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 
That's Anyway, for all the, that's for all the haters. But no, at the end of the day, though, I will say this: I miss the stage. I miss my homies. I miss my homies more than I miss the band because we was homies before the band. You know what I'm saying? So to have them talks that to have them talks that we should have had three months ago, to have them now, it's it's different. I still feel some type of way they waited so long. Like I said, I've been waiting, waiting, and waiting. And I, you know, y'all know me. I'm a high head. I'm working on. I mean, it. I mean, what happened and how it's going right now? It was meant to be. I mean, um, God gonna put it the way it's supposed to be. That's, that's basically yeah. how, I can, how I can put it. God, so let me ask y'all a question. In the midst of uh, not just this situation, but with any situation, let's let's try to generalize. Um, this whole thing, and I'm gonna try to generalize this question. When an issue arises between, um, amongst friends, and then those friends kind of go their separate ways off of a situation, right? And then one of those friends becomes friends with somebody else, but the group of friends that you're no longer cool with, right? Why is it that the group of friends that you're no longer cool with at that time always assume that the person that you are now friends with now has taken the place of them instead of understanding that that person was always a friend, but it's just more in your sight because you're more focused on the issues that you guys had, or it's more just in the forefront now. So to break it down a little bit more, like, like I said, with your specifically your situation, but I want to know in general, when you guys went through your issues, I received a lot of questions of people wanting to know what was going on. And even after you got on stage, I received a lot of questions of people wanting to know, hey, so is he back with the one band? Like, did they make up? Did they talk? What did they talk about? So like, not to say that people are being nosy, but for the people, because I could tell some of the questions that I received were coming from some of the people in that circle. So is the perception a thing of I missed my friend, so I really want to know what he's telling that person? Right. What do y'all like what do y'all think it is? Because I see this happen a lot in broken friendships, um, mainly with females, but I've been seeing it in the men's circles a lot more lately, to where the guys are trying to get more <laughs> infiltrated, you know, infiltrated into a situation to find out the inside scoop. I, I say with my situation, I mean, I only ha I hang with the same dudes I hung with since 94, 95. So you will never see, besides the band, you will never, you never see me with other people, period. So it's like the same people I hang with now is the same people I hung with while before the band, in the band, out the band. They know them niggas too. But at the same time, it's like, I wasn't the only one who left the band. I'm just the only one people talking about who left the band. And then you got, oh, why you still talking to them niggas? Or why you cool with these niggas? I don't know what they did or what they say, what you said they did or whatever the case may be. So it's more so the people, the other people who left feel some type of way too. And they feel the same way that I felt. And then I'm a team player. So let's say if Rick ain't treating you right, I'm going to say something about it. Not just because I could be, I could be the highest paid. I could be getting treated right. It don't matter. I'm going to say something about it because this is our team and we need to, you know what I'm saying? Our team need to be right. Yeah. So they feel like, boy, stop messing, stop messing with them. Stop doing Stop doing that. But they're not on the same level of friendship that I was with these people either. 
So you it's almost I mean? like that, that the saying how people say, oh, if I'm not friends with that person, you shouldn't be friends with that person. Even in order for you to be my friend, you got to hate who I hate when I hate them. And for the same I don't reason, deal, I, hate I don't them. even deal with people like that. So ain't nobody going to ever come to me and say, oh, Bishop, I don't like justice. So you shouldn't like her. You know, I, I, I wouldn't have liked this you a long time ago. Party mode live crew. You know, all of y'all, all of our listeners, I want y'all to chime in on this. Do you guys believe in that saying? Uh, if you're friends with somebody, that you have to hate the fr- the same people that your if, best friend hates. If that person ain't caused me about that, in the now, if that if that person ain't caused me bodily harm or tried to or tried to kill me, got me locked up, snitched on me, slapped me in my face, hit my wife. If they ain't do none of that, I get your money with them. Have your last with them. Go to Outback, bring you back some wings. Do something. But as long as, you know what I mean? As long as they don't become an enemy and I see you in the car with them, then you're safe. I'm just saying. If, if, if they didn't try to hurt me physically, put, you know, me in the harm's way, take me away from my kids and my family, like, why would I with you? Rick, what you think? I mean, <clears throat> I got a similar situation. So, with another DJ. We was in a group and we departed, had a bad breakup. My thing is, is at the end of the day, somewhat in my situation, I kind of outgrew the group because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i always thinking outside the box. So you look at them and where I'm at, it's a, it's lopsided. That's a, it's a different situation. But my thing is, is hell nah. If someone don't, if someone in my group don't like someone, hold up, dog. We we need to we need to talk about this. What's, what, right. what's going on? Yeah. You know, because uh, I'm not gonna hate on that person. I'm not gonna hate on nobody. I'm gonna hate on somebody because they did they they. If I'm gonna hate on somebody, it ain't even gonna be hate. I'm just Ooh. gonna talk to the motherfucker. That's all to it. That's y'all in these comments, it seems like y'all are going through this 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 very issue that we're talking about. Yeah, it's a lot of it's it's a lot of it's a lot of that going they, around, man. If they can't make me hate you, you gonna make me hate you. Yep. But don't you think it's the same thing when when people are in a relationship? I'm as I'm as They have always told me you that. can't hang with that nigga. If I don't want you around that dude, you can't be with that dude. So why is it okay it's, for a relationship to establish that, but not a friendship? Yeah. Because it's, it's certain levels to this shit. Like, if you're yeah. an associate, you're an associate. If you my bro, you my bro. It's different right. levels to that shit. Like, it's, it's that a part right there. If you my bro, <laughs> if you my bro, and I go on Instagram and I cuss you out, I can do that. He can there go back is. and forth with me, but as soon as you jump in, we might jump your ass. You better yeah, be right. careful. Yes, <laughs> an associate, like, you know, an like associate, it's like, and that's another reason niggas never said nothing publicly about me, too. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my bro. He gonna, I know, you know your bro. You know that nigga gonna yeah. go handle in a minute. You keep pushing his butts. I got phone exactly. calls, I do an interview, and Bro, you right, you this, you that, you just, you should have just did that outside like that. And I'm like, me, at that time, I'm hot, nigga, fuck you, see me, whatever. That's how I was going. But, I mean, yeah, if you my bro, we can do that. But if you my associate, you got to tread lightly, you know, eggshells down there when you walk. That's right. It's it's levels to it. If if we together and we cool and we get married or get a divorce, your family ain't no longer my family. 
Uh, I see y'all in the mall or something. What's happening? But yeah, uh, hit me up borrowing twenty dollars. Yeah, that's what I was talking about right there, right there, <laughs> right there, right there. Hey, I see y'all speak to you to be cordial. You know what I mean? But all right, y'all, we gotta take a break. We gotta take a break. We gotta take a music break. Y'all, the tune in the party mode live, baby. We are the party before the party power by Google TV. All right, right there, Justice J, Bishop King. These are the ones and twos. Um, yeah, this is definitely going somewhere, but um, basically, the story is it's different levels to this. And if you don't know what your level is, ask, ask, ask for an evaluation, just like you're doing you your job. Ask. ask for an But see, this is what I'm saying though if you don't Stop know, overplaying your, your role is, and be you, you shouldn't have to ask. You can be you, that's right. But if you feel like I feel like if, if we're comfortable enough to be where you thought that we were friends and I didn't think we were friends. I think you should be able to have that conversation. Hey, Jay, so what's up with, you know, the way that you said such and such to me the other day? I'm talking about amongst us, not like. You well, know, see, you that's that's the reaction but, on something you said. It's, it's, that's that's different right. when it's just out of the blue. Oh, so we friends or not? Like, you don't have to have. Oh, yeah, no, I ain't talking about like that. No, I ain't talking no, about like that. But listen, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. We're going to be right back. But when we come back, we are going to have our first special guest of the night. And we're going to be on air with Blue Damn. Magic. Yeah. Hey, hey, fellas, I don't care if he's he's a good friend. He goes shoe shopping with her. But if she calls him, bro, he should not be eating her ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's not bro. That's ho. And on that we out of here. We be back. We be back. <laughs> yes, sir. So what happened? Because I call her. I'm on I think she all the line. Yeah. And all the whole top of pop crew. Yeah, what you gonna do when you go home all this alone? This is old school, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What y'all sipping on? What I you sipping on? Yeah, boy. That's right. Someone didn't show up. When our guest didn't show up, said your body is shut down. What you do when you're home doing nothing? Your body shut down. That's alright. Rosman took your place. O'Shea took your place. Guess what? We had a hell of a night. Ain't that right, Rosman? Ain't that right, Rosman? I was on my best behavior. Let's go.
your boy DJ Ever the ones or two. We got our first lady, Justice J. We got our main boy, Mr. King. Yes, sir. What? Let's go. Bring them in. I was lit. 
when I left that damn place. I'ma let y'all talk about it. I went the wrong way home. We gonna talk about it. I've never seen a diamond in the sea. Let's go kill. I cut my teeth on a wedding ring and a movie. And I'm not proud of my face. In a torn up town, no post holding me. And every song is like Rosie Gray, who's dripping in the bathroom. The same tall gown, trash in the window. We don't care. We drive Cadillacs in our dreams. And everybody's like, it's our way back. Now it's in your time. We get things tight. Type is on a holy. We don't care. We're not caught up in your love affair. And you'll never be Without 
Dr. Johnson, girl. Pick up the pieces. Uh, what you say? Pick up the pieces. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. We are Party Mode Live, baby. The party before the party powered by Google TV. I'm Amy Grubbins, Justice J. Bishop King, and DJ Rick on the ones and twos. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode, crazy episode with us. Um, <clears> but <throat> I do want to give a special shout out to all of our show sponsors. So shout out to PVP Originals. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram at PVP Originals for all of your photography, videography, and apparel needs. You can also send all of your inquiry emails to PVP Originals at gmail.com. Also, if you're having a party and you're in need of a sound system, entertainment, DJ, everything that you need regarding your entertainment, period. Make sure y'all holler at DJ Rick Sound and Entertainment for all of your professional DJ services, professional sound and live streaming needs. For more information, you can contact 202-749-7903 or send an email to djrick4321 at gmail.com. Shout out to Ms. Mac Marketing LLC for all of your marketing needs. You can reach Ms. Mac Marketing at 848-236-5026. We love you, Ms. Mac. Metropolitan Living Realty Group. Find your ideal lifestyle at metropolitanlivingrealtygroup.com. Shout out to Ms. Wanda Farrar. We greatly appreciate you. You guys can catch her on our Ask the Broker segment once a month. So look out for that for the month of April coming up soon. And Diva by Cindy for your Diva Day Spa experience. Ladies, if you are looking for a spa experience, make sure you reach out to Diva by Cindy at 410-429-4729 today. Or you can visit DivaDaySpaMD.com. Shout out to Bedroom Talk. That is a segment that we have on Party Mode, Party Mode Live, and it is sponsored by Pure Romance by Esther for all of your bedroom needs from everything from lingerie to bath and beauty products to the adult toys to get things buzzing in the night. PureRomance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R. Again, that's PureRomance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R. You can contact her for all of your bedroom needs, or if you guys are interested in having a ladies' night, all ladies' night parties are free. And y'all get to, you know, feel some things, taste some things, and, you know, leave with a couple of things. Yeah, you on mute, Bishop, and I'm glad because I didn't want to know what you had to say because I, I, I was just saying, ladies' night, I better be invited. You can't oh get mad. Goodness. You can't get one man without a lady. lady. But, one okay, man. listen, y'all. So as y'all know, Party Mode Live is doing a casino bus trip, all right, on Saturday, April 9th. If you have not yet purchased your tickets, you do still have time to get them, okay? Make sure you guys uh, visit PartyMoLive.com or you can send us an email at PartyMoLive at gmail.com to secure your slot. $50 donation, $30 rebate, so you're getting $30 back to uh, use at the casino, we are leaving at 1 p.m. and returning at 9 p.m. at Largo Town Center Park and Ride. So let's have fun, y'all. But guess what? We are doing something a little extra special for the next two people that purchase tickets, whether it be two people or one person purchases two tickets. Guess what? 
the next person that purchases tickets for the casino bus trip, you are going to be leaving with a Party Mo Live party bucket. What's in that party bucket, you ask? Hmm. We are giving away a pair of tickets to Go-Go Mickey's birthday bash this Saturday. This is a Crankin' for Life and Wally K and Friends production. So y'all don't want to miss that. Again, we're giving away two free tickets to Go-Go Mickey's birthday bash this Saturday, a bottle of wine, and a free Party Mode Live t-shirt. So the next person that goes and purchases a ticket for the casino bus trip, you're walking away with our very own customized party bucket from party mode live my, i'm about to buy it. a ticket and sell and, and sell those tickets for saturday at the hundred dollars <laughs> no Don't you can't the sell them because your name is going to be at the door so yeah you can't sell them no that's not how we're going to do this but anyway we appreciate all of you guys you for tuning it. in each and every wednesday because um we don't get this show rolling uh later on in the show we got Montu coming up y'all so don't go nowhere but i am so honored to be able to announce our first guest of the night we've been announcing this for a couple of weeks now and we uh you know been playing a couple of videos and I, I did a little bit of research and I, matter of fact, I'm going to save that for the interview. Without further ado, y'all, we are welcoming to the yeah. party on live Pro Blue Magic. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Mr. Williams, you're still Hello. on you. Oh, there we go. There you go. Hi. What's Mr. Going Sawyer on? will be joining us in a minute. Awesome. We are so honored to have you guys here tonight and to be a part of the Party Mo Live crew. Uh, we can't get a little crazy, so hopefully, you know, it's a little bit, it's not too much for you guys. Uh, if it is, I'll try to tell Bishop to tone it down a little bit, but. Um... <laughs> I even, I wore my blue, I almost put on the tux and start dancing. I ain't. Uh oh. <laughs> And I'm actually going to pass the baton over to my co-host tonight for them to mm -hmm. open up tonight's interview because usually I start the interview, but I'm allow allow the guys to do it tonight. Fellas. Okay. So as you might know, it says go go world here in DC, Maryland, Virginia, but it's a lot of people tuning in from different type of cultures, different backgrounds, different ages. Almost 64,000 people may watch this tonight, tomorrow, whatever. It's going to always be up. For the people who don't know what Blue Magic is, who Blue Magic is, I see Legends just popped up on the screen there. Can you let the people know who have no idea? I know Justice probably went to high school with you guys. I know she's, you know, <laughs> you know she, she might know, but. Let the people who, who who are younger than us who might not know what Blue Magic or who Blue Magic is and who are the members of Blue Magic. Okay. <laughs> you got it, Rob. Um, well, Blue Magic is an R&B group from the 1970s. It was formed in 72, 1972. And um, the original members was Wendell Sawyer, um, speaking of Wendell, there he is. He could probably get that better. <laughs> there he is, Wendell, you on time. <laughs> right on time, When They want to know who Blue Magic is. And I said, well, you know, I started with you. But hey, dude, there you are. You can tell the true story. I can give him your version. 
<laughs> Two years. Right. Yeah. Got sound win. We can't really hear him. Turn your volume up. <laughs> I say, if y'all want to sit in the same camera, you guys can do that as well. So while while they're getting the, the sound together, um, I did want to say, um, as I was doing a little bit of background on you guys, I did notice uh, one of the co-writers of one of your songs, one of your most well-known songs, Sideshow, I actually had the pleasure of working with her. And I found out about you guys, um, I want to say about, I mean, I've, I've known for a long time, but I started getting the history of you all. Um, back in 2008 because i was working with vinnie barrett so with working alongside her uh she found out that i sang and she started you know talking to me about all of the songs that she wrote and helped produce and everything so to read about you guys and then to see her name on there i was like oh my goodness i do remember her telling me these stories about you guys so wow. and then to, to already know that song uh i was like oh my goodness like we are really in the presence of of greatness tonight so it is a, a true honor to have you guys on the show and uh -oh, to find out the oh, history yeah. of you guys straight from you all because reading you know, online is, is one thing, but then hearing it from the actual members is another thing. So we're very happy to have you here tonight. Okay. Real quick, if someone got if someone got a phone on, you wanna have to turn it down. They're in the same room, so he, he yeah, muted. Okay. Him. Go ahead. All right, Mr. Wenzel, it's on you, sir. Tell us about who Blue Magic is and how you guys began. <laughs> I still can't hear him. Uh -oh. yeah, we can't hear him at all. Yeah. Can't hear you, buddy. Maybe he should mute his and mute yours and go over to Mr. Williams' side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And that way we have yeah. Okay. Five guys from North Philadelphia. Uh, we got together. First with four of us. Uh, Vernon, Rick, Keith, and myself. We were known as the Shades of Love in Philly. Do you all have another device that's in the room? Because we're getting a lot of feedback. Yeah. yeah. If you all have another device, you got to turn that one down because we're getting a lot of feedback. That sounds like something out of a movie. I thought that was DJ Rick over there. What's <laughs> like TV in the movie? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> this is crazy. Mm -hmm. There we go. We hear you good now. There we go. go. Okay. Okay. And um, we were known as the Shades of Love in North Philadelphia. And we had a friend of ours named Tony who knew Ted. And he said uh, Ted was with the topics then. 
and he said, Ted's coming over to his house soon. So we said, okay, we'll come over and meet him. So we came over to the house. Ted was there, and he took us to Temple University. He wanted to play some songs for us. He played What's Come Over Me, Spell, Tear It Down, and then we sung for him. He said, I like you guys. I'm going to take you to my management. So he took us to his management, which was WMOT, and they liked how we sound. So they signed us to a contract as the Shades of Love. And Ted was still with uh, the other group. Then they changed the name of that group to Blue Magic. And um, they had a TV show they did called Georgie Wood Show. And they didn't do too good on that show. So Alan started looking at us, Alan Rubens. He's uh, the manager. And he said, I'm going to put you on with Ted and see what we can do with that. And he signed us with Ted and we became Blue Magic. Hmm. So this this is this is a now this is why I jump in there because I like to share this story because I don't like to be left out. So right. w- w- what I want to know is I probably it's seventy two. I wasn't born yet, but y'all didn't know that. Nobody reached out to me. Nobody called my phone. Email probably was my Yahoo account one jumping. I mean I don't know. I mean you know they they wanted me. To go and be the lead singer for the stylistics, but I turned that down because I was waiting on Blue Magic, which I ain't never. Called. <laughs> well, that's the draw, man. I got my blue on today and everything. Y'all ain't even called. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that, my brother. <laughs> uh, I'm old now. I'm retired now, so you know. But it, it, it ain't no hard for you know. But I'm just saying, y'all could have looked the brother up, you know. Yeah, we could have. I'm yeah. sorry about that, brother. Uh, you know, things happen in this world you just can't control. I'll yeah. get him, Rob. Get him, Rob. Don't let him do me like that. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Really, Bishop? Go ahead, Rick. I, I, I was trying to get let on. Me, yeah. Let me see. Let me see here. How y'all doing, man? This is DJ Rick, man. Let me let, let me yeah, yeah. Let, these young these young these these youngsters right here, they don't they don't know too much about blue magic. Oh, okay. That's, Wait a minute. That's in my don't, don't you do that, Rick, because this, this is in my era. Thing, this is my era now. This, I'm the old school here. <laughs> okay. All right. That was baby making music back then. Oh, yeah. That's what they called it. That's right. They called it baby making music. Ooh. Um, what was you thinking? Well, who? Matter of fact, what was y'all thinking when y'all made that song? Which song? Show, side Show. Oh, wow. That's a great one to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it wasn't R&B. The song wasn't R&B. You know, What's Come Over Me, Sideshow, no, I mean, um, Stop to Start. All the other songs were rhythm and blues. This song, Norman said, I want you to cross over to the other side. I said, cross over? What are you talking about, man? He said, I just want y'all to cross over. So he gave us the song. We listened to it. It was, uh, we thought it was just a song. And that thing came out and it took off, man, and it shot straight up there to number one. Yep. And um, that's how we got started with Sideshow. Yep. So that's what I can say about that. Back back then, back then, music was wasn't R and B. It was it was rhythm, like you said, rhythm and blues, and then soul. Yeah. You know, that's that's the way they had it charted back then. Um, yeah. But they had pop um, too. It was pop. Yeah, and pop. But R and B R and B came later, but they actually had it as soul. Um Okay, okay. And 
And my thing is, who who's the lead singer on that song? Ted Mills. Man. That's all I got to say about that. I'm <laughs> mean with it. So anyway, I'm going to kick it back over to me because clearly me handing it over to the guys, y'all not going to get nowhere with this interview. So, you know, without a woman's touch, you know, <laughs> I don't know oh, yeah. what, what you're going to do. So when you guys were actually um, creating the music back then, what was right. it like to be a mus a musician back then versus ten years later versus another ten years later? So what what was the changing of the decades like for you guys? Oh wow! When we first started, we didn't know nothing about the studio, nothing about none of the stuff they were doing. Norman Harris took us, you know, he picked the songs out, <clears throat> took us in the studio, and he said. Y'all gonna sing these songs? We said, okay, we're gonna sing the songs. <laughs> and to see how it was done back then, it was amazing to see like 15 horn players, 15 string players in the rhythm section all playing our music. And it's different from the day they use one guy that gets on the computer and he does everything. You know, we had about 30, 30, about 30 people in our songs. These songs was done like that. So we had fun doing it then. And, um, it was nice, and we started doing other things in there. It was just nice, and um, we learned a lot from Norman. He showed us how to pick songs, how to go in there and play the songs. You hear the strings play, then you hear the horns play. And we listened and watched all this stuff. Cause we were like 22 years old. You know, we didn't know nothing. And uh, he played the songs, it was great. It was great. Then later on, uh, the next part, we start doing songs by ourselves, you know. Ted would write the songs that we would do them. And we understood, understood how the studio worked then. And it was pretty nice. It was nice. How do you guys feel about the transition of what music and what, what R&B sounds like today? Ah, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the songs we made back then, The Temptation, The OJs, The Spinners, they told a story of um, about people's lives, you know, about how you can get through things and how you can love one another, how you can be together. Today, they're talking about basically sex, you know. I like the girl booty down, all that stuff they're talking about. Y'all talking about sex too? Huh? I said y'all talking that's, about y'all talking about sex a lot back then. It was just sung differently. It was romantic. It was yeah. respectful. It's not romantic. Was right. it respectful? Today's music was not romantic. No, no, no. Today's music. It was 95% <laughs> romantic back then, 5%. Yeah. But now it's 95% lust. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And 5% romantic. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I don't know. The producers today. I totally that... agree with that. Yeah, you guys had a had a way of uh, enticing and and persuading it was like that's that's the word i'm gonna use persuasive instead yeah. of demanding that's true that's true yeah yeah, yeah. We yeah. You guys we always used a lot of metaphors with mm -hmm. exactly it was subtle yes Shayla. it was subtle so yeah yeah i, I definitely agree yeah Nowadays, it's just all in your face. Just, ah, give it to me. Ah, <laughs> there you go. It is in your face. Hey, but that's what, what they do, though. They might be like that, but then they get in the car and they ride the blue magic 
and all the old yeah, yeah. songs. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, the industry did that. The music industry. Mm-hmm. They wanted us to act a certain way and be a certain way. And they programmed that if you're not doing it this way, you're not getting on the air. And they changed the whole system of how music is heard and played today. So I blame the industry, you know. But if people out there still writing good songs, but you come up with a good song and it's not lusty or nasty, man, we don't want that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's wrong yeah. with these people? You know, it could have continued running the same way we were doing music. But everything changed. Everything, you know. Like, we can go to a radio station and this jockey, you know, let us in. You know, now you got a program, say, well, you got to make an appointment for this, and you might have to do this. What are you talking about? I'm so glad you brought that up because that was going to be one of my questions. What was the the, the difference between the connection with the DJs back then versus the connection with DJs now? It's almost unheard of. Like, if we don't, so I'm, I'm a singer as well. And right. when, when it comes time for me to put my music out there, if I don't literally go to these venues where these DJs are playing, or if I don't mm-hmm. have their email, they're never going to hear my music because showing no. up to a radio station, if you don't have an appointment going like six months out, you're not going to get in there. Yeah, so yeah. you all right. being able to just, uh, just going off of the movies and then going off of other interviews that we've had of you guys just being able to get a phone call in the middle of the night to say, we need you guys at the studio right now. And then you have an on-air interview like that. Yeah. What was that experience like for you guys when you got your first phone call to show up at a radio station? Well, WDAS in Philadelphia. They called us and said, we want you here. We went, and that was it, you know? <laughs> now today, <laughs> you can't even get in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you walk in there, we used to just walk in there. We were just in the park and we walk in the station. It's the old Blue Magic's here. You try to get in there and look at you like you're crazy. I'm sorry, I can't let you in there now. Then you had mom and pop radio stations, you know. Now mm-hmm. they, the, the big stations brought all that up. There's plenty of mom and pop stations all over this country, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. And we just take our record and they play it. We just walk in and play it, you know. No problem or nothing. So it's a lot different than what it was back then. We had fun. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. Re- recording back then and getting somebody to, to sing on on your track to, towards recording now the way they do it, did that person back then had to come to you all? Because now they can make you they can be anywhere and, and put the tracks on. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had to go in the studio and do that stuff, man. Now they got auto tunes and all this other crazy stuff. You don't have to be able to say. You just open your mouth and they feel, oh, I fixed that for you. No, we had to go over our songs. <laughs> they were done. 20 times, you're going to do it over and again. So it was right. Now they got the computer, they just fix your sound. You voice a little off, you know, put it up a little. And they expect you to go out there and sing. Like, I'll be sure. They did his album like that. And he just put stuff where he couldn't even sing. You know, so it's not different. You want to tell Philly, it showed at the concert. We had to do our thing. Okay. I was gonna say I believe that though. Like that's that's when I write songs, that is that's the first thing that I think about. Am I gonna be able to perform this on stage? Yeah. 
I don't want to put something on my album to where when I get asked to sing it, it's like, oh my goodness, okay, I'm gonna have to lower this key like ten. And then not only were you guys singing, y'all were dancing. Y'all had actual dance steps. Oh yeah, yeah. So could you guys dance when y'all first started? Yeah. Oh, that's all we did. We started. We started blue magic. You know, we used to go to parties and stuff and. Then the cha-cha dance, we would all get together, do the same cha-cha moves. Boom, 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 boom. Man, Fernando can't cut no rug, man. This is Come on, Fernando, he ain't cut no rug. Come on, now. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little excited on that question. Fernando, what, what you over there chilling like, what? you was the best dancer, Mr. Keith? <laughs> no, keep beating. Keep beating. They were like, yeah, I used to cut a rug or two. <laughs> Out of out of the whole group, who had two left feet? Ted. Ted. It's <laughs> always the lead, eh? We had to beat that boy to make him through the steps. When he wasn't singing the song, he's back in that background. My God! But he, he got used to it. We groomed him in the daughter right, so he he basically got it. I have a uh, so I I got the pleasure of being in the rap world and here in the go go world, and we do shows out of seven days, at least three to five days. So being on tour, doing shows, interviews, radio stations, promos, and the hard work that you guys do. If you guys have kids, I noticed in my community, like my age range, I know we all, when you do these shows, you go out of town and you promoing and all that stuff. You're, You're taking time away from your family, your kids. How do you explain the sacrifice of that to your kids? Like, what would you tell, like, nowadays for us, we don't have, we don't really know how to explain that to the family or to the kids. Like, how can you explain? I want to hear from all three of you guys, though, so we can get a different perspective. But how can you explain that sacrifice that that you could tell? Like, for example, what can you tell me? How can I explain my sacrifice of that? As time and, you know, you're showing that you still love them and stuff like that. Well, this is very difficult. Well, um, first of all, what you do is your life is your job, you know, just like other people go to the hospital for their job, you know, they spend eight to 10 hours there five days a week. Still, you know, what you do is a job, you know? And so you explain to your children, you know, that this is your job. This is how you, you know, um, provide. You know, depending on how old your children are, you know, you talk to them on their level, but they need to know that this is how you provide. This is how you are able to um, uh, pay rent and 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 put you know, clothes on their back and provide all this stuff that they enjoy. If you don't go out to work, then you know they won't have the benefits, and so they need to know that you know you are working. You're not just out there out of the house doing nothing. You're working, right. and so. But right. on the other hand. You have to be balanced. When you come home, you have to give them your undivided attention. Mm-hmm. You understand? You can't be doing business and trying to and parent on the same, you know. When they go to sleep, that's one thing. Take care of your business. But you have to make sure that you're balanced and give them your undivided attention when you are home. Spend time with them. I'll tell you like this. When we first started, we were 22 years old. I got married at 22, matter of fact, much before after that. I had a son, 
And basically, at that age, you didn't care. You really didn't care. You went out and you performed, and they try to understand it. That's what I'm doing. You know, so at a younger age, you don't think about nurturing your family. You're out there making money. You're working hard. You got people chasing you down the street and all this other stuff. Now, later on in life, I changed my thought patterns on how I dealt with my children. You know, I tried to explain to them what I was doing, how I was doing it, and why I was doing it. And they kind of understood, but it was kind of late because they were grown almost now. And um, it, it was a hard situation, but they kind of understood. They kind of understood, you know. And this business, you know, it takes the business takes your whole life away from you. You know, you're traveling and working and doing all this other stuff, and you're not really thinking about home. You're really not thinking about home. You're thinking about the business that you're in and what you're doing. Until you get to a certain height, then you start coming down. Now you're coming down, you're not as, you know, wanted as much as you were before. And then you start changing your thought patterns. You see what you were leaving out before. Mm-hmm. Now let me try to fix it. And that's that's the way I did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, and the thing is, it is balance. The key is just balance. And also you have to model it. You know, you you know, even if with your, with your kids, you know, you come home, you talk to your kids, you know, you explain what you're doing, you know. But, you know, we know, you know, when kids do what they see, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're modeling what you're saying, not just saying this is what I'm doing, but you're actually showing them and you're spending time with them, you know. But just, just to piggyback on what everybody else was saying, you know, it, balance is the key, you know. And once you figure that out and find out, you know, how to balance everything out, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Not that it's not a, it's, it's definitely not easy. The job is still hard. You know? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I asked that question because I've seen a few rappers talking about it this week via social media. Uh, mm-hmm. I also have a, a 17 year old daughter and she had an activity and she told me after the fact and I said, why you ain't telling me? She said, because I knew you already had a show. You weren't going to be able to come. So it made me feel some type of way, like, you know, it wasn't a bad thing that you knew, but you still yeah, ain't bring right. it to me because you already right. assumed I wasn't gonna be there. So that's why right. I asked, how do you put yeah. that in? And that's, a, and that's that, that's good because what that does is, I mean, you know, you can learn from a rock if you watch it long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so your child is teaching you something and it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. And it helps you to grow. And in turn, it helps her. And that helps the relationship between the two of you all. So that's good you got one. Said, well, Daddy, you know, then you can come back and say, well, you know, baby girl, look, you know, next time, blah, 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 And you know what to do. You know right. how to handle it from there. So it's it's good that she's able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next time. Maybe next time you can check your children's dates before you take on a date. Mm. Before you right, take right. Consider your family that's first right. before you take on a date. Right. And the woman don't understand. I'm to work some things out. Gotcha. I definitely appreciate that. I know other people watching can appreciate it too, but definitely at home for me. That's why I asked that question. It's good. So it is with it being um, uh, one, we're going to have to wrap up, unfortunately, because we're almost out of time. But I have to ask this question because with it being March 2022, this makes 50 years. Can we expect a reunion show? <laughs> or... <laughs> what can we expect from you guys? Because I there's two songs that I definitely would love to hear. 
Yeah. Um, because a lot I know see I see a lot of people were in the comments talking just talking about sideshow and I, you know, one of my favorite ones that I haven't heard anybody say yet was in the rain. Like in the rain. <laughs> you say in the rain? In the rain. Lord Jesus. Well, well, <laughs> well uh yeah, we did record that song. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, Blue Magic recorded it. Yeah, my uh -huh. brother Ronnie was singing that, so yeah, we can do that. But um before I get back together. I love that song. It's hard to sing that. You love this song. Wow. That's good. See? I don't know about getting back together. Just for one show? I don't I don't think so. It's a possibility. I won't say it won't happen. One of the members have died since um, we've been right. together. Yeah, Richard Pratt. Got the same. Yeah, there's only be four of us. So, I don't know. Things a little weird right now. You know, we might get back together. I don't know. I don't take know. this. Take this from a young guy. I said the same thing three months ago. Yeah, he, he walked out on his group due to some things. All, don't make it sound like that. I didn't walk out. <laughs> But then, just a just last week, he was back <laughs> on stage with them. Oh, that's good. All right, that's good. We're young. We get her, Rick. So I walked out on. Well, I'm gonna say it like this. Um, I'm, 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 I'm I'm everybody that I have spoken to about you guys being on our show tonight were wanted to know when you guys were going to perform again. So people are definitely wondering, even if it's like a one-time show of maybe even you guys just play the album and you guys in the room you know do like a meet and greet type thing mm. i think that would be lovely yeah that would be nice and party mode live would love to come and host for you guys <laughs> yeah, okay something to think about you guys are missed you guys are definitely missed and like i said when we put it out there that you all were coming on uh, people started naming off songs so wow. uh, your songs are still being loved yeah. and played to this day you guys on the show tonight um thank you we still consider you guys to be legendary so i hope you guys still consider yourselves to be legendary as well oh we do we do we understand it now so if anybody wants to follow you on social media are you guys on social media at all yes okay go ahead and tell everybody how they can follow each and every one of you well you can go to the legendary blue magic on Facebook, the legendary blue magic, and okay. then on IG, it is magic of the blue on IG. Okay. What about individual pages? Do you all have individual pages? Mine is a uh, Wendell James Sawyer on Facebook. You can get me there. Mm -hmm. So are you guys still performing individually at all? Oh, we're performing. Yeah. We're performing. Okay. We had a show okay. on April 16th and yeah. April 13th. Or something yeah, April 16th. Yeah. We're performing. April 16th, we'll be in Manhattan. Right. Um, we'll be actually in, um, we'll be in, uh, at Harmony, uh, let's see, Harmony Hall. In Maryland. Right? Yeah. For Washington there. For Washington. Uh, oh, that's right down the street Hall. from me. Oh, yes. That's maybe 14th. walk there. 
May 14th. May 14th. Who still live in Philly? Nobody. Nobody's in Philly. All right, you can't bring it to the stage with you. All right, we just go to the carryout. All right. Yeah. So if you if you wanna if you wanna see um, see us at um, it'd be May the fourteenth. That's in Maryland, and also uh, Juneteenth. There's a show in Baltimore, and there's also a show in uh, Bethesda Jazz and Blues Club, uh, August seventh. Man, y'all hear a lot this year, this summer, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all, so y'all heard it here. Uh, y'all can catch Blue Magic, and we they got three shows coming up that you all can catch them here in Maryland. Uh, so we're going we're going to post all of that once we get all the information for you guys. We're going to post all of that on our page. So once again, it was a pleasure having you all here on our show tonight and having you all being a part of the Party Mode Live crew. Uh, I held back a little bit. Just because, you know, I didn't want to give y'all too much crazy. And, you know, I, I told Bishop that he had to calm it down just a little bit. Yeah, but, we, you know, we had he's still you, guys that you guys did not formally, you know, make him the lead singer of, of the group. So. <laughs> and, I, and I can dance, too, bro. I can book it, you know? <laughs> step. Then you, all I can do is two All I can do is a week. I, I can step. Man, I can call me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. So you guys are there May 14th. May 14th. That is the weekend after Mother's Day. So I'm gonna go ahead and put that on yes. my schedule now. So hopefully the whole Party Mo Live crew can be there so that way we can formally meet you guys in person nice. and, and do an in-person interview with you all. I would love that. So yeah, yes. yeah. come on down. Yes. Yes, come down. Yeah. May the Lord see fit to, to have us meet again. Yes, <laughs> just yes. let um just let uh, Miss Mac know. Yes, we sure let will. Ms. We Mac love Miss Mac. And yeah. where you guys? You guys are from the DMV area. Yes, we, I'm, I'm, I'm in Maryland. I'm from Maryland. Bishop is from DC. Actually, I'm right down the street from. I know, so Fort, I'm right down the street from Fort Washington. I can literally walk there. Where oh, where in DC, cool, Bishop? Southeast. Okay. Yeah, I was in Northeast for the past 31 years. Wow. Oh, okay. So you, you smelled the ratchet on me when I came on. <laughs> I get big. <laughs> I, 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 know this guy. I know his kind. I love him. Watch out there, man. No, I, I moved to, I'm actually in uh, California now. Oh, okay. man. Okay. I wish. You made sure you got away from DC. Go ahead. We got we got to get you to come on stage. We got to get y'all to come to a gaga. Okay. I'm gonna say this. Put on your tennis shoes when you get in there. It'll be a little more subtle for you guys. It won't be one of the crazy ones. So y'all y'all can come on one of my first sets because my first sets are R and B. And before we get to the the real hype hype stuff, so you know, yeah, yeah we can do that. <laughs> okay, Miss Martin, Miss Mac, we will be in touch. We will definitely be in touch. Um, June, what about Emory Heights? We go. I'm gonna get there. Uh, I don't think are they gonna be here? No, that's in August. They're not gonna be here for Emory Heights. For Emory are they here August seventh? Yeah, exactly. It'll be um, actually Blue Magic and um, Soul Generation. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hold on. And, um, I'm sorry. The May, May 14th show, I think Melba Moore. 
Yeah. yeah I think Melba Moore is on that show Ooh. as well. May the 14th. Uh, get at it. Melba Moore. I think Melba Moore is on that show May the 14th as well. Get out of here. Yeah. Yo. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I'm purchasing my tickets. Are tickets available she's now? On that, she's either on that show the week of, either week before, but if you check Harmony Hall, check it out, you know. Um, I just know when we're supposed to be there, but I think right. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Once again, yeah. you guys, thank you so much for coming on and being a part of Party Mode Live. Uh, this will not be the last time that we see you all. So hopefully, uh, May fourteenth will be the day that we we meet face to face. So that would be good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That would be awesome. Yeah. Thank you all good. so much, and much, much, much more. Continue success to you all. We appreciate you all, and have a good night. Until next time. Yes. Enjoy your yeah. night. Hey, right, you too, right, you Thanks for that advice, too. I appreciate it. You got it, man. All right, no DJ problem. Rick. All right, y'all. Y'all are tuning in to Party Mo Live, baby. We are the party before the party. Powered by Google TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J. Oh, DJ Rick on the ones and twos. We're going to take a quick music break, but when we come back, we're going to be here with the one and only Monsu Mitchell of Itchcraft, y'all. Don't go nowhere. Some of y'all was made off this song. I'm trying to tell you something. Baby making music. <laughs> yes, sir. This is your boy DJ Rick on the ones and twos, man. We got the blue magic just in the building, y'all. Watch out here, man. Lord, I used to be down Haynes Park with this jump right here. He had some Thank y'all for coming through. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Blue Magic. Blue Magic. Back to the crank. Everything's so easy, y'all. Go check them out. Tell your mamas and your aunties. Watch the football Let's go. Who really got pressure To all the bands that was in March Madness, man.
in peace to the homie Ill Bill. This is the 2020 winner of March Madness Obsession. Wind this thing up for my south side crew All the shrimp boat, my nigga Lowe's My nigga Steve and my main man Stone Yo, we're now giving that This was the runner-up, the one man! Yes, sir! Party Mode Live, the party before the party, Power by Google TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J. This your King DJ Brick on the ones and twos. We are about to get into everything March Mayhem, but before we do, we got a Party Mode Live exclusive. Check this out, y'all. Taste of your lips, taste of your
Man. Hi, you guys. What's up? What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Y'all are tuned in to Party Mo Live, baby. We are the party before the party power by Google TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J. Fisher King. Fisher King. Miss Capri. Miss Capri. Monty, you got another phone over there or something? You got to turn the other devices off now. Or down. You got to turn them down. New duty. Okay. I ain't here. Hello. Yep. Can you hear me? Hello. We got my signature, y'all, of witchcraft. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. So, we're going to jump right on into this. Echo. I, I do, I hear, the do hear the echo. Ah. You got I'm some headphones, Ma? You got, you got headphones, Ma? <laughs> <laughs> you try to tune in while you're there. <laughs> 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 okay, so... I'm where I do I, it, I want to know. I'm going to start out with, um, with the first question that I kept getting asked and for some reason, people thought that, you know, Justice J was a part of the behind the scenes of putting this showcase together. And I was not. So where did this vision come from and how, like, what was the process? Talk to us about the process of actually putting everything together, how long it took and what it took. So, um, you know, Two years ago, 2020, we took, we, Capri started the WGNs, point blank. She started WGNs. Uh, I wasn't around at the time, but I just felt the vibe that she needed the assistance of somebody, of me. So I put, my, I put myself out there and I helped, um, you know, provide assistance where things weren't really together yet. So uh, not long after that, WGNs happens. You know, we always thought about having events, uh, field parties during the COVID, things of that nature. Um, at some point, you know, we saw a lot going on and we said, you know, we thought about having these events and, you know, Talking to Big G every March, we always had this tournament vibe. And then every once in a while, me and Capri would talk about, man, we should do a show with these people. So at some point, the ideas merged where a lot of the people who we wanted to see compete constructively. Mm -hmm. um, and the March mayhem kind of collided, you know. COVID slowed us down, but it allowed us to get more done than we'd ever be able, been able to get done. So we figured, hey, March, I'm mean, excuse me, we figured in January when the vision board time came, we said, hey, you know what? We're going to put this thing on there. We're going to start having meetings. We're going to bring the podcast back. No gray area every Tuesday, 8 to 10. Um, and I went to California, blew up, went viral, came back. <clears throat> And we hit the ball, we hit the ground running. And I'm not sure if everybody would, knew that it was going to be as serious as it was when we touched down. But I got back like the 28th. We had our no first show. In the, we, we had our first no gray area like the, the, the first week in February. And it was done. We couldn't, we couldn't stop at that point. Um, 
the original Elevating Eight, we weren't able to get that group. We wanted them bad, but I don't think they wanted it. So we had we kind of had to divert and pick some people who ended up better than we thought. Mm-hmm. And then we picked a lot of other people that had the spirit of what we were trying to embody. And for that, we will always be grateful to, uh, I'll name them, um, Black Print, The One Band, uh, Lit Band, uh, M.O.B., and uh, I think it's one other band. But those, that crew jumped in and, and, and where everybody else fell short. And I feel like their heart started to, you know. So they jumped in and they hit the, and they wanted everything that we had to offer. So, yes, that, I hope that answers your question. It did. <laughs> Capri, what was it like for you to be a part of something bigger than the WGNs because the WGNs alone was something huge. And then to put your hand onto something this great that so many people doubted and like Bonte said, they didn't think that it was going to be this serious. What was this like for you? Transparently, can you hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. So transparently it was overwhelming. Um, it was a lot that went along with the WGNs behind the scenes that a lot of people didn't, they weren't privy to because I hadn't spoken on it. So it was like just, well, it was a blessing too because it wasn't 20 bands. Having eight instead of 20 is a beautiful thing mm-hmm. because the eight made it a lot easier to maneuver and to get a little more personal with people because when dealing with 20 bands that's a lot of personalities a lot of lead talkers a lot of managers but it was a blessing <laughs> overwhelming but a blessing so one of the one of the questions that i was going to ask you guys um i don't think i'm gonna ask it no more because <laughs> i don't i don't feel like it's i don't feel like it's it's, it's needed anymore <laughs> It's not needed anymore. Um, it was it was going to be like a clarification thing to clear up a couple of, of, of rumors and stuff like that because I saw a lot of naysayers and people who were, you know, downing and giving reasons as to why they didn't want to support. So unless you guys want to speak on that, you don't have, I mean, you know, I can ask the question, but if you don't want to speak on it, I'm more than welcome, you know, to, to go on to the, to the next question. Do you want me to ask or no? Go ahead, ask the question. I'm in the middle of interview. Okay. No gray area. Ask the question. <laughs> no gray area, party mode live style. Courtesy of Capri Monique and, and Montu. <laughs> and let's borrow the name for just for this episode. Um, okay. So a lot of people were beginning to feel some type of way because of personal dealings that they've either had with you in the past, Montu, or Capri. Um, and they allowed their their issues outside of Gogo to blur the vision of what you guys had and what you all were actually doing for the community and for the culture. Um, can you like talk to us about either how it made you feel, or was there anything that y'all wanted to clear up because it was a lot. And I was, I didn't even have my hand in the behind the scenes stuff with you guys. And I was getting inboxed about stuff. Like, Capri, we came out of this as best friends, apparently. So it's like. 
So who wants to go first? I can speak if you want me to too, and then, or no, however you, you, you would like to. Go. You go ahead. You go. So honestly and truthfully, what people don't understand is part of the problem with this culture is people don't deal with their adult issues like adults. And instead of dealing with them like adults, they allow them to spill over into everything else. So when the business comes around, people deal with people based on the personal issues. And respectfully, I get that and I understand it. But on the other side of it, if you've never reached out to have that adult conversation with that person, you're accountable for whatever the issue is yourself. Part of that is your issue as well. So there have been a lot of personal dealings that I've had with a lot of people that I deal with on a regular basis. But I also understand the business, the brand that comes first when it comes to the personal. If you would like to chop it up, I'm never hard to find. But please know that when you come chop it up with me, it's no gray area. So you're going to feel how you're going to feel. I'm going to feel how I'm going to feel. And we should be able to walk away amicably feeling however we feel and still be able to do business. If that maturity is not there, then maybe I'm just not the person for you. Respect. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you know how it is. You know, uh, we all have had. We didn't just start. Nobody was born yesterday. So people going to always feel some type of way about whatever you're doing. You know, uh, to an extent, me and Capri are to polar opposites, whereas I'm a lot more guarded. You know, I don't, I got to know you. If I don't know you, I'm not going to, I don't expect a whole lot out of you. And um, I don't really deal with a whole lot because, I mean, I just, that's, that's my, I just, that's how I am, you know, so. We 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 end up at the same place, but we kind of start at two different places. Whereas she kind of she she works well as a community liaison, but when the community sit, they're going to have a lot of problems with a lot of people who are trying to help them. And that's the and that's it. Me, I help, but I don't I don't do the a lot of talking and figuring out. I'm a I'm a sit back and do experiments behind your back, and I'll figure out what you're thinking. You know, where Capri goes about it a different way, but we all got, we both got the same intentions. Whereas because she's a little bit more hands-on, you know, people going to feel some type of way once they realize where we're going. So to tie in with this, I got a little game that I'm going to entitle, I Said What I Said. <laughs> Y'all ready to play? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read off a comment that one of your naysayers has said. And this is your chance to say what you said. It don't have to be like a long explanation. You just give a whatever you whatever you want to say. Okay. Y'all ready? I promise y'all I ain't know nothing about this. They didn't. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. I'm good. I need a drink. Okay. So first one. Why Capri get to be the host of this show? Why the fuck not? I said what I said. Next. Can I answer to? Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, if she, I mean, honestly, if she, if she been working with this man and, and, and been partnered with this, like, honestly, me personally, I would say, yeah, like she, I wouldn't say how she said it, but why not? Like, it, it just, it only makes sense, to be honest with you. 
everybody in the room got put on from the janitor all the way up to my naysayers respectfully yep and, and, all right we and, ready for next hold on no 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 don't oh, do the next one and on top of that she's damn good at what she does that part i appreciate you and I All right, said Doctor, that. We got to keep the fun in the game, though. <laughs> I said what I said. We get short and sweet, okay? All right. Montu. Yes. Hashtag shitcraft. Shitcraft. Hey, listen. Somebody said that? Yeah, they yeah. said it. They said it. I, I read it. <laughs> I but, saw it, too. But, but guess what? You know what? And I tell Capri this all the time. I tell everybody on my team. You know, what somebody else says about me can say more than I can ever say about myself. And if the if the right person say the wrong thing about me, they did the right thing. So I, you know, I, you know, and, and half the people who say that type of stuff, they never met me, but they all in my inbox copping please for years, multiple joints, multiple joints. And every time, every time you open your mouth, I think about posting some of them screenshots, but I say, you know what, <laughs> you know, you ain't shit. He said what he said. And, that, and, and that's why you're here with us. Because your people don't accept you. Oh. <laughs> he Bottom said what he said. All okay. Right, next. Capri. <laughs> that better be some water. <laughs> Probably you ready? Come on. Y'all ready? Whatever, it, whatever okay. it is, it is. Ooh, that wasn't a water either, Martin. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The only reason Capri is working with Montu is because she be getting stuff for free. Oh, that's so cute. So let's just say this. No, you Capri. can't answer that. You can't answer that. She worth every penny of it. She worth every penny of it. Like, and the hell with hosting. Like, that's that's entertainment. Like, she's good at what she does, and hosting is just a part. But like, people don't understand. Like where the culture will be without people you can't some of the stuff that she's already done you can't take back you can't undo and it's so so why would you not why would you not she get all y'all attention i can't she say something y'all all in her inbox y'all cussing her out y'all doing everything y'all don't listen to me i listen to her so she got that job because she gets y'all attention y'all and she got real estate in y'all mind Ooh, for free Mm. She, he said what he said. Okay. <laughs> Next. Who do y'all think y'all are? We the shit. I said what I said. Man, my, 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 hold on one second. My mother called me magnanimous every morning of my life almost. So we, I got to think higher to my highest point. Go ahead, Capri. He who don't think that he's like that is a bum already. But the other part about it is I don't understand why people don't understand your opinions don't matter to me. That's yours. Those are your personal feelings. That's how you feel. That's between you and your God. So when you feel the need to make it known to the world, it says to me that you're in love with me. Even if it comes out to say you in love with me, boo. And I'm cool with that. Feel free to voice your opinion about me, about him. Who do we think we are? He is Montu. I am Capri. And I say what I said. Mm. Okay, next. Y'all was really in martinis for 12 hours a day. Mm. Cap. 
I don't really think that this was a negative comment. So, um, that means you're putting that work. The only day that I was there from three till two thirty-seven, and I did take a two-hour break outside was Saturday because I hosted March Mayhem, and then I hosted the show that night. I'm grinding. I'm working. While y'all checking for me, please. I mean, count my dollars too. I appreciate y'all. Y'all are awesome. Oh, they probably counting them. Trust me, they trying to. Mm-hmm. Anyway. They trying. They trying to. Keep, I mean, but if you focused on us, how you focusing on you and what you need to do to make you Ooh. better? I just they need don't. to understand. Ooh. They don't. They you don't. You are in life, and you shouldn't be unhappy with where anybody else is in life. Let them people be. If you're not adding to the light, you dimming it, and you in the way. You them them culture vultures. You one of them, pumpkin. I I would I would say this though. We I believe as black people, we are the only community where we can't congratulate ourselves. Everybody always say you're supposed to think highly of yourself. You're supposed to do this in yourself, but the moment you do it. Bishop, he arrogant, or he self-centered, or he this and he that. I said the other day, like, I'm going to congratulate myself because ain't nobody that was in that tournament that rap better than me, and I say that to them any day of the week, and only because I feel like, nigga, I'm me. When I look in the mirror, I don't see you. I don't see them. I don't see nobody else, and I'm going to congratulate myself because ain't nobody on my circuit going to outdo me, outshine me. Niggas ain't even got my swag or my voice. You heard? That's how I feel. And, but at the end of the day, when I say that, it's like, oh, he arrogant. What I supposed to say, oh, man, Capri right better than me. Oh, Justice outsing me. I would, I would say this, oh, Capri good or Justice good, but I ain't going, and I ain't even going to put no butt on it. But when I talk about me, I'm going to say I'm the best. I'm going to say I'm that nigga. When I walk out, when I step out my car and I'm on my block with niggas I grew up with from kindergarten, I'm, to me, I'm that nigga. Y'all going, you see me? Fuck the wrong with you. That's how I feel. That's how I move. But, you can't think highly of yourself, not in our community, especially where other people don't think highly of themselves. So you you already, it's like the support. You cannot ask people to support you when they don't even have dreams and aspirations. Half these people that be talking about go-go don't even go to the go-go's. They haven't even been to the go-go since the 90s. So they don't even have room to even speak on certain things. And also, I just want to go back and see the point of, when you say, uh, what you say, the people who don't like them or whatever the case may be, like, People, people follow the internet. People follow me. People follow Capri. We might not get along. We might not even like each other. Hell, whatever they say, it don't even matter. At the end of the day, I would say, I say this. I think I said this at Martinez. I don't know who I was talking to. Shawty like that. She has on her show. She's like that. She's great. She's good. Just because I don't probably get along with it don't mean that 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 whole situation wasn't good because she was hosting or that whole situation wasn't good because she was a part of it well i would never wear a go-go shirt for bar two because she a part of that that shit is stupid like that's i mean to be honest with you like how everybody claims everybody claims to be this everybody want to be the the realist and 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 man that shit out the window like if you can't look at yourself happy people that like you you're not happy with yourself how could you even congratulate somebody else it takes a real nigga to inside the club when people. you can't get in. You feel me? Like me, I wake up every day. I'm loved everywhere. Also, I understand I'm hated everywhere. But the people that talk about me, guess what? My numbers go up every day. 
My checks come in every day. My direct deposit. Bishop King is paid, bro. From you talking, keep talking. All right, so look, we we know we better run out of time, so I, I gotta switch it. I gotta flip it because I had I had a two part to it. So those were the those were the negatives. So these are the positives. And for anyone wondering where I got those negatives from, it was all of the the, the naysayers in the go go reports. Keep and people moving. that I have seen on my timeline or that I saw on my timeline because every time I saw a negative comment about March Mayhem, I unfriended you. Not sorry. Man, that was great for the I coaching. Wasn't, I wasn't here for it. I wasn't. One thing, one um, thing I don't like was how people was treating the bands as if they was mediocre or because they band wasn't in the tournament, they band yeah. was better. Some of these bands are trash, and I said it. And and that's just how it is. And niggas, niggas talk that talk. And, and walk up to, I heard a lot of stuff. And the same dudes was in there dapping up niggas, giving hugs. Man, niggas tramps. And that's just what it is. The go-go community is full of whole-ass niggas. And that's why I said what I said on the mic when I was rapping. I'm not one of you go-go niggas. i never been one of you go-go niggas. And I was slide one of you go-go niggas. And that's just that on, on everything. I, I, and that's just me. They know me. They know what's up with me. It's a lot of fake stuff going on. All them eight bands that was there, and they talking about these bands like they nothing. And they don't even get no shows. Like, stop it. These dudes lame. Man, them bands had more heart than a lot of people. I took, I took that personal, though. Like, come on, because these bands, I, I seen the faces. I'm on stage. You know, you can see everything when you up there. I'm on, I seen the faces. Yeah. It's crazy. The hell right, people okay, right, switching, switching over, because like I said, we, we only got a couple minutes left. Switching over. Positivity. This is the most professional event in Gogo that I've seen in a long time. Shout out to my mom. Her comment was coming next. So, go, but, but go address that one. It took a lot of meetings, and I'm I'm very I'm very blessed to be a part of Team Mitch Cryer. We did everything we could to try to make it a full experience for you guys. Like almost like a daytime dinner theater for real if it was done correctly. You got food, you got drinks, yep. you got seats if you bought a table. It was a whole situation. It and not just that fast. behind the scenes with the um, interaction with the managers and um, working with martinis. It was, we wanted to make sure that what we're putting in place is something that the bands could actually take and move forward and um just right. setting a standard that these bands need to be at so that was like the most important part so it was a lot of i'm always behind the scenes so you we want to make sure that it was the whole time so this but this <laughs> next comment this next comment was for you i don't know who the lady was at the door but her smile was beautiful and she greeted us Aww. so pleasantly oh and that's i mean i'm just you want to just give love because that's the love you want to receive. And we love what we do, so we can't help but give that energy out. And we hope that we receive it in the same way. And I was just so grateful for everyone who came in, who paid their money, even to you guys who came on as press, even DJ Rick who came and finally got his back. I'm like, I had your back here <laughs> since the beginning. I finally got it to you. So it was just a blessing for you guys to come and cover it. For all the people who came to experience it, for all the bands who signed up for something that they really didn't have a lot of information on, who trusted us and trusted the process. So um, 
that's my two I, I say thank you because I witness you treat everybody like they was a celebrity. Like, I'm always, when I come in, I don't care if you know me or not, I'd be like, hey, I'm Bishop King. But the fact of you knowing people and saying this, that, it just makes, it made everybody, I watched it, even the people that was paying, it was like, they were so happy to pay. You know what I, I'm saying? The BJ, BJ was saying the other night on the show was, when they walk in, they see you and you treat them like that. Now they walking in that jungle, they head up high and they feel like somebody. <laughs> and, it, and it makes a big difference. When you purchase your ticket online, we I actually go through everyone who purchased a ticket and I add them to the guest list. So when you come in there like fumbling through their phone, like, oh no, I have my ticket. I was like, oh no, just give me your name. And it's it's a different type of feeling when it's like, no, I know your name. I know how many people came multiple times. Right. So it's like, oh no, I know you, your name's on here, your table is ready. It's just I'm I'm just that way. I like having that type of interaction with people and making them feel important and special because that's how I want to feel when I go places. And the go-go is no different. Why not when you go somewhere and you're, Made me feel you're going special. to go see your favorite band feel or whoever? Yeah. <laughs> you want to feel that right way. Day. I walk in that day like, yeah. Let me get Boy, this in. Let me, me get this, huh? let me get this ahead, in man. before we get off the air. Let me get this in. I'm probably the oldest one out of everybody. You are. I've been in this damn go-go and in this entertainment for 34 years. Let me just say, I've been in a lot of, I mean, hundreds of of, of shows and everywhere in go-go. Let me just say, this is in the top three events in the last 34 years that was so professional and done very, very well. And I wanted to say that to y'all two, y'all three before I left, but I had to get the hell out of there. I was, I was lit. I don't <laughs> smoke, I don't drink, and I was lit. So I just wanted to tell y'all, and that's from the heart. Thirty-four years, thirty-four years, and I've seen everybody in Go Go play, and to to be there to witness it, I broke my butt to get there because my team said you gotta be there. And let me just say, man, y'all did a hell of a job they give us them passes we got to accept them we got to show up can i get yep. one though look but just just piggybacking on what dj rick said to do that for the bands that we did it for and to ha get top three in the heart and the feeling with that particular group of bands like that's like that's amazing that's amazing like and that's what it's all about um shining the light where light usually doesn't shine that's what it's about. That's what the spirit of the WGNs was about. That's what the spirit of of March Mayhem was about. That's the spirit of Love DC Go Go, giving a voice to the voiceless of uh, Washington DC and the Beltway for that area. You know, letting people know that hey, it's something we do in the middle of the night, but I'm not gonna hide it in the middle of the day. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna be proud. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk with my head up. Just like the feeling that she gave a lot of the people, it's a consistent feeling. We want to make people feel good about what we appreciate them for. I mean, we could give them flowers a day, but them joints going to die before we die. But the reality of it is, tell people you appreciate them and use them for what they're great for. Definitely. So ending on this note here, the next um, Mayhem tournament... <laughs> Next Do we have the dates for that yet? I'm going to be honest huh? with you. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I would love to do this every month. But the reality of it is, 
working 60 days straight is very draining. A lot of people <clears throat> do go-go's, but I'm not sure if people who do go-go's weekly, twice a week, put this much in before and after. Mm -hmm. um, the spirit of March Mayhem um, got to us. We were ready to go jump out here and be promoters and promote every week and do this and do that. <laughs> the reality of it is, is we, we did something that it's going to take probably a year for people to realize the impact. Man, do it, do it annually, once a year. Right. Make everybody so, wait and anticipate so, so March so, May so every year. That you know, everybody does a go go. Everybody does parties. Everybody does cabarets. Everybody does birthday parties or whatever. But they didn't tell us that this had not been accomplished and tried by probably like four or five people until we had spent and, and, and had contracts out. And then all of a sudden, everybody comes out the woodwork and say, yeah, we tried this. We tried that. Sound man tried this. Other sound man tried that. Promoter tried this. And they all ganged up and they still couldn't do it. Um, so what's the God, next event that we, we have coming from you guys for um, concerning? Because I, I heard you guys are doing something with the bounce beat circuit. Yes, we, we want to. We have our hearts want to do it. Our passion. Capri, she's ready. Um, Kimba, she's ready. But the reality of it is, is we we're not sure bounce be fuck with us like that. Where we gonna put we gonna put that much down? Like it takes so much to 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 make yeah. something like this happen. And the bills are still coming in. The mm -hmm. bills are still coming in. Before you start something this impactful, this great, sometimes you gotta slow up and think about okay. How much more can we get out of this? How much more can we do this from um, do with this? So gotcha. having said that, we're going into full production of the documentary because we can't before we do anything else. We got to make sure the world and yeah. the United States, for that matter, understands what we have going and what we did. If we zoom gotcha. through this into another mission, it might we might miss something. But we have to do everything and get everything that we can get out of this. Because the reality of it is, is Go-Go ain't dead, but shit. It needs, it needs a lot. It needs a lot more heart. It needs a lot more hearts. Every it now and then, it needs a defibrillator. Yes, Clear. Needs, yeah, so this, needs a, can, I, can I tack something on real quick, though? Um, but what, what we will be doing in the mean and in between, um, we do have bridges already established, relations are, relationships already established on that side. I will be going back out um, and, and starting the whole process the same way I did with the WGNs. I will be catching shows, pulling up the practices, getting to know band members, trying to establish relationships so that... Um, we do have a presence, a bigger presence in that community. So whichever way we decide to go, whether it be um, a mayhem situation, a documentary situation, bringing a couple bands in, doing a couple things with them, we'll already have a, a relationships established. So, so the March Mayhem is going to be a documentary. I yes. just wanted to make it's going to be a documentary before it's anything else. And anybody that was involved in the far as the band is going to be on the tizzle because this face. Belongs on the tizzle. Yes, yes, yes. We, we didn't challenge though, cause you snuck on stage. Oh, how your people? It. How your people call my people, man? We go. We'll do. <laughs> <I can't laughs> 
All right, so we have actually gone over time, but I didn't want to cut so. y'all off because I, I wanted I wanted to make sure that we had y'all on here, and I wanted to make sure that I touched on the things that I felt were important for people to hear and to understand. Um, so I appreciate everything that you guys have done for GoGo because for, I don't care what anybody says, y'all have done something for GoGo. Yeah, it's appreciated. Whether my band, my my band wasn't in it, but you guys even thought so much as to put us in as the final day for the meet and greet. Like, so, who yeah. who would have thought of that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, y'all did. But, but, but let me say one thing though. You know, sometimes you have. We could always find reasons to not do things, mm-hmm. but we could also find reason to do things too. Mm-hmm. You know, we can say we can use this thing. As, as high and mighty as it is to divide people or bring people together. Now, we initially had eight bands and we could have said, hey, let's keep it at eight. But the reality of it is the impact of unity and unifying this culture is more important. It's more important than anything. Black people, black people don't yes. want to. No, no, they don't want to, but a lot of them don't know how to either. Yeah. And you, you are living witness to this, Bishop. You are living witness to this. Yep. You know, sometimes you just got to provide an opportunity to get to get with your people. And, you know, social. I don't talk on social media. The hell with social media. You can say anything about me on social media. I don't care. When hey, I baby, see you in baby. person, say the same thing, and then maybe we can start that. But anything else? But my point is, sometimes social media is too much. Even the videos is too much. When you see people in real life, it's, it's, that's real. But social media, we, it's cap. It's what we we supposed to do. But my point is, March Mayhem unified people in ways that I didn't imagine. We didn't write that in the plan. <laughs> but every week, yeah. it was somebody who supposedly wasn't supposed to be there that was there. And I think I probably planned one joint. God got you, Bishop. He got you in there. And I, it's I, like, said, I said that too. Right. No, and it's I mean, like other happened. people, other people who weren't supposed to, so it's like, it wouldn't happen. It was a unifying source. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I saw, I got a picture of you, Bishop. I got a picture of you. And it's you and the one band looking at each other from the stage in the crowd. Wow. Before it happened, before it happened, nobody knew what was going to happen. And I saw you. I looked at you. I said, you know what? It's something. It's something special going on. I'd already took the picture of y'all together. But it's something special. You ain't so, even say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I mean, you didn't tell me either. But, I, uh, I, 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 look, 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 I got to close this out. I got to close this out. Um, I definitely want to have you guys back on the show because there are um, other events that you all have coming up that I want to talk about, especially uh, the April 16th show with MAB, MLB, and MCB. <laughs> yes, at the Chateau. So we're going to jump into that um, on the next go around. So if you guys would be so kind as to join us again for another show, um, I, we would love to have you all because I, I want to make sure that we are we are staying connected and, yes. and continuing to build um, on top of those relationships that we have already um, con- um, already established. So it's it's nowhere to go but up from here. You so we love you guys so much. Appreciate you all so much. 
congratulations to Obsession Band for taking home the trophy and the title. Yes. Uh, and before we go, you guys, we do have one last clip that we want to show you all from the Party Mode exclusive of the March Mayhem 2022. You see, you got How was the energy with the band? Our energy was tough. Um, we had to be on the floor from the beginning to the end. Okay. So, I think it's great. so what do you? Since we've been here, since we've been here, and they've been on the stage, what do you think about? Shout out to the second. Damn. But I'm obsessed with the one day.
Hey, shout out to Shorty Corleone. I just seen that picture, man. When I tell you, the man had me in the studio. That's a workaholic, man. I've been in the studio with <laughs> Y'all stay tuned. I'm trying to tell you. All right, y'all. Well, we are coming to the end of the night. So long, my friend. See you, my friends. Listen, I'm so sad to see y'all go. But until next time, next time, because this is not goodbye. This is see you later. Uh, thank you all for coming on and being a part of the Party Mode Live crew. We greatly appreciate you guys and look forward to working with you all again in the future. Capri, keep doing your thing. I have seen you grow in these last couple of years from the moment we met to this weekend. It, like it's just like to see somebody's growth is is just amazing. Montu and Kimba. You have grown to be like family to me now. I love you guys. I love everything that you're doing. And I pray that you all uh, get much more continued success and, and the strength to persevere and continue on your journey. Uh, thank you all so much. You guys can catch them at www.crankrock.com for all of your Mitch Craft apparel. And then get the address for uh, for the store locations. Love y'all. Capri. Nice. 9244 East Hampton Drive, Capitol Heights, Maryland, Suite 201. We are open Wednesday through Sunday, guys. We open at 12 p.m. We're open late on Friday until 8, but every other day we close at 6. Come get you some fly away here, there, and everywhere. It's Mitch Craft, baby. Yes. Appreciate right, you. We will catch y'all yeah, next week. Yes, we are Party Mode Live, baby. The party before the party. Powered by Gogo TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J, Bishop King, and DJ Rick on the ones and twos. Catch y'all right here each and every Wednesday from 8 to 10. Y'all already know what it is. Have a good night. Be safe. We love y'all. And until next time. Hello and show guys, hell of a show, hell of a show.